In today's episode, we're talking about setting outrageous goals and the importance of this for you to achieve long-term wealth. Why? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about setting outrageous goals and the importance this holds for your long-term wealth. Well, let me start by explaining what I mean by outrageous goals. I was having a discussion with my team members and we were doing a team clearing. And uh, one of the things that I said was, you know, that I have these outrageous goals and I always set myself these outrageous goals. And she she said, what do you mean by outrageous goals? And I said that for me, something outrageous is not by my standards, but by other people's standards. So I set myself such really crazy goals, which would seem outrageous by other people's standards, be it the things I want to achieve in my business, in before that, even when I was studying. I mean, everything I've achieved by most people's standards the average person's standards would be outrageous. You know, how did a girl who was severely dyslexic, I didn't know this at the time, of course, you know, go on to become a lawyer qualified in three jurisdictions? You know, know, passing the New York bar exams is incredibly hard. I did it in the first attempt. And so, and you know, all the things that I've, all the things and all the goals I set for myself are, when I look back in hindsight, have always been really, really outrageous by other people's standards, not by mine, by other people's standards. And what that resulted in was I would achieve a lot more in my life than the average person because my goals are so much higher. They they are outrageous by most people's standards, and but I don't think they are. And I go out and, and I really try to manifest them. I haven't manifested all of them, I would say, but majority of, of them I have. And and by most people's standards, they would be amazing. You know, even building my business from scratch, going from some from a place where I had just you know 137 pounds of 14 pence coming to me every four weeks, to the point to where I am with a seven-figure business and multiple businesses at that at that. So you know, everything that I've achieved in my life, the beginning has always been by setting myself these outrageous goals. Now, why is that important, and why should you listen to me when I talk about this? Well, the re- and I was thinking about this actually when I was discussing this with you know when she asked me this question, and I, it made me think. I've always, by default, set myself these outrageous goals. Even when I was studying, I would want to be the top student, even if I was at the bottom. Right? Uh, I remember in biology when I did biology A level, my teacher, bless him, he was a really, really, really bad teacher. My biology teacher was awful. And uh, so I, I, you know, I set myself to, you know, when I started and I I knew very little about biology because science, I mean, even though I got A's at GCSEs, GCSEs and there was a big jump from GCSEs to A-levels. Anyway, and I set myself the target that I was going to get an A in it. Now, looking back at high, I said that was really <laughs> a bit of a struggle 
because I had to be self-taught. So I just said I was self-taught. I scored a B in the end, but I, I missed uh, the, the A by like a half a percent. Not even, a, not even, it just literally one mark, which meant, which was about literally half a percent. But the point is I set myself the goal and I achieved it. I well, almost achieved that one. Um, but I'm not disappointed with my B considering <laughs> we had our essays to write. And I, you know, looking back in hindsight, being dyslexic, essay writing was one of my weakest, uh, um, weakest uh, aspects. Coming back to this point, setting yourself these outrageous goals helps you to do something which otherwise you would not do. And that's something um, which I think is the key to this. So when you set yourself outrageous goals and actually believe you can achieve them, now this is the key. Setting outrageous goal is one thing, but actually believing that you can achieve them is another. And so they go hand in hand. So first of all, you have to set yourself these outrageous goals, which are outrageous by other people's standards, not by yourself, by other people's standards. You just have to stretch yourself. And when people come to work with me, I always, always stretch them in terms of what they're capable of, what they can achieve, what kind of money they should be making, and what they should, what sort, what sort of life they should have, etc. I'm always pushing and and sort of pushing the boundaries and stretching the minds. So you have to set these outrageous goals, and then actually believe that you can achieve them. In order for you to, uh, you know, believe you, you can achieve them, you would have to really internalize the idea that that's possible for you. And once you internalize that's possible for you, you will come up with interesting ideas. And that's where thinking outside the box comes in. You'll find ways to create that business or create that or make that thing happen. When I look back and I remember one of the earliest things that I did and where I set myself an outrageous goal by that standard, it's very, very normal for me to do now. I remember when I was, it was back in 2014 or 15, when I was first going through my intuitive life coaching. And I remember this this post came up about working four hours a week and making 20,000 a month. Now, I, at the time, that was an outrageous goal for me at that time, thinking, you know, four hours a week and making 20,000 pounds or $20,000 a month, that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that I want to do. Hey, sign me up for that. That was an outrageous goal for me then. Now, I didn't know at the time, but that's when I really got the wheels in motion going for that. But that, you know, I, I joked about it, I laughed about it, but I didn't let go of the idea. And that became my norm that I wanted to achieve that. And I somehow, by repetition and by understanding and the more energy clearing that I did on myself... I began to internalize that that was possible for me. Now, it wasn't a few years later until that became a reality, but the wheels in motion started then that that is possible and I can achieve that, right? And outside of my normal um, business, because I, at that time I, I'd still only known myself or, or called myself a lawyer because that's all I was, a lawyer. And the idea that I would ever become a coach or a life coach or a money coach or a lifestyle coach was never on the cards. It was never something that I was going to contemplate or do because I had studied all this time to become a lawyer. Of course, when I got back to work, it was going to be a lawyer again. I, the idea that I would do anything else was just wasn't, uh, wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't anywhere near in my mind. Now, uh, this is where I, you know, I come back to this idea, the setting of outrageous goals is important. And then believing that they will happen for you and that you can manifest them is really important. That's the second step. And the third step is when you start thinking outside the box. Now, I'm going to share a story with you, which, you know, can, I think, help you to understand what thinking outside the box means 
And when a lot of people think, no, I'm trapped where I am and I can't move out from here and I'm stuck in my job or I'm stuck in my business or I'm stuck at this income level or I'm stuck in this relationship or whatever the excuse you have for yourself that I'm stuck here and there or things cannot be different or I don't know how to move out from here. This is the exact point when you need to think outside the box. And this story would definitely highlight to you what it means to think outside the box. Now, I came across this story recently, I have to say. It wasn't something that I've read before, but I thought it was a wonderful story that I would like to share with you. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundance.com mindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So this is a story of a, of a small town in Italy somewhere, you know, a few hundred years ago. And there was a small business owner who owed um, a large sum of money to a loan shark. You can call them a loan shark, I suppose. It was just someone who, you know, gave money and on, on high interest. And they would be classified as loan shark in today's day and age. But anyway, this loan shark was a very old and unattractive guy who just happened to be besotted with the businessman, uh, business owner's daughter. And therefore, he decided to offer the businessman a deal that would completely wipe out his debt to this loan shark. But there was a catch, of course. He wanted to um, exchange wiping out the debt in exchange for marrying the business owner's daughter. Now, needless to say, this proposal was met with (laughs) complete disgust and um, horror by both the the father and the daughter. However, um, the loan shark proposed something. He said that he would place two pebbles inside a bag, one white and one black, and leave it up to destiny. So if it was in the daughter's destiny to marry him, um, you know, the, the pebbles would decide. And he said, I, I, you know, I'm in love with your daughter. And, you know, I understand that I, you know, I, you know, that she may be hesitant, but why don't we let God decide? Why don't we let destiny decide? And he said that he would put these two pebbles um, inside the back, a white and black one, and the daughter would actually reach into the bag and pick out a pebble. So if the pebble was black, the debt would be wiped out, but the loan shark would get to marry the, the daughter. However, if the pebble was white, the debt would be wiped out, but the daughter would not have to marry the loan shark. So basically, the he put it up to the destiny. So if he if she picked up the white, in either case, the debt would be wiped out. But if he picked, if she picked up the black pebble, she would have to marry him. If she picked the the white pebble, then um you know that she wouldn't have to marry him. And he did it that way. Now he was standing on a pebble strong on a pebble strong uh, path, um in the businessman's garden, and. While he was standing there, he just bent over and picked up two pebbles. Whilst he was picking them up, the daughter noticed that he'd picked up two black pebbles and placed both of them into the bag. He then asked the daughter to reach into the bag and pick one. The daughter naturally had three choices as to what she could do. One was to refuse to pick a pebble from the bag. Two, 
take both pebbles out of the bag and expose a loan shark for cheating. But then remember, that would be, um, you know, he would he would get really upset and and obviously that would cause a commotion and, uh, you know, cause more stress to, to already difficult situation. So that wasn't an option for her. And the third one was to pick a pebble from the bag, fully well knowing that it was black and sacrifice herself for her father's freedom. Another option that this young woman was not willing to do. It sounds a bit more like me. So, so she had these, um, you know, three logical options that she could do, but she wanted to do something completely different. And she had to think outside of the box, thinking outside of the situation to come up with an, uh, an, alternative solution which wasn't presented which wasn't logical which would actually wipe out the debt as well as expose the loan shark for what he was a liar and a cheat so what she did was she drew out a pebble from the bag but before looking at it accidentally dropped it into the midst of the other pebbles and she said to the loan shark oh how clumsy of me never mind if you look into the bag for the one that is left, you'll be able to tell which pebble I picked. And obviously, because she had um, picked out uh, <laughs> um, by default, if because the, the pebble in the back would obviously be black, uh, the the long shark had no option but to um, but to accept the circumstances of the shoe and um, and concede to the fact that obviously she must have picked out the white pebble. And otherwise he'd be exposed. So he had to pay along as if the pebble that the daughter had dropped onto the path was actually white. And therefore, not only did she save herself, but she also cleared her father's debt by thinking outside the box. Now, why is this story important? Because I think it really, really highlights when we are stuck between a rock and a hard place in a situation similar to this, we think we don't have options. We think we can't do anything and we think we're stuck. This is the time we have to come into contact with our true inner self, really rebuild our connection with devices energy and actually dig deep and find alternative solutions to, you know, to our problems. And so if you set yourself outrageous goals, you know you cannot achieve them if you go through logical, you know, logically and, and find a logical answer for them. It's not possible for you. So if you're currently earning $5,000 a month and you want to reach $50,000 a month, you, there is no logical um, way to do that. You have to think outside the box. You have to either change careers. You have to start a different business. You have to do something different. You can't do the same thing and achieve that kind of level of uh, results. There's no way that if you are currently uh, working 40 hours in a job and making $5,000 a month, you can work more and make $50,000 in the same job. It's not possible for you. So you have to think outside of the box. You have to think outside of your current circumstances. And this is what setting outrageous goals will do for you. And unfortunately, I, you know, when I was talking to my team, we were, we were discussing this I realize far too often because we cannot see a logical progression to where we want to go, you know, the $50,000 a month goal, we keep ourselves small by telling us we have to be realistic and let me do just maybe go to 10. Maybe I'm comfortable with 10. Now, I'm not saying that you should jump from five to 50. Hell no, right? Sometimes you need to, uh, you know, turn up your financial thermostat and you need to do some work, but you can definitely move from five to 10. 
and see, okay, how can I start making $10,000 in the next three months? What can I do to create it? And ask these questions. Remember, I, our intuition, our higher self is ready to give us the answers, but we have to ask the right questions. And most of the time, we don't have these questions because we're not setting ourselves these outrageous goals. So your first step is to set yourself outrageous goals like this lady did. She set herself this goal that she was going to save her father, wipe out his debt, at the same time refuse to marry this loan shark because she knew he was a cheat and a liar. So she found a way out. She used her you know, her wit, her intellect to find an alternative route, which is thinking outside the box. This is what I'm asking you to do. I'm thinking I'm asking you to outwit so-called your circumstances and think outside the box and see, okay, what do I wish to achieve? What kind of outrageous goal can I set for myself? And then how can I achieve it? You have to first set these goals. Number two, you have to believe you can manifest them, you can achieve them. And thirdly, think and um, you know think outside the box too of how you can achieve them. And this is this may even start off with you asking those questions. Well, what can I do to make fifty thousand dollars a month? What can I do right now to make fifty thousand dollars a month? What kind of business can I have that will allow me to generate $50,000 a month? What can I do? So you keep asking these questions. This is something I learned from Tony Robbins ages ago, right at the beginning. And you need to ask better questions. Don't ask, why is life this doing this to me? Why am I stuck in a rut? Why can't I make more money? Why am I you know, not being able to have the holidays or the lifestyle or the kind of cars that I want? Why can't I give more? Why can't I do more for my, you know, for, for my charities? Ask better questions. What can I do right now to make the kind of income that I want to be able to live the life that I want? Ask better questions. How can I make $50,000 a month? How can I give more? How can I work less and make more money so that I can, I've got time and money to spend on, 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 you know, these charities or these, 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 uh, causes which are very close to my heart? How can I go and, you know, spend a, a month or two months in, um, I don't know, uh, some remote part of the world helping those people in the, in, the, in the local communities at the same time, you know, have the financial resources to be able to give them the financial resources to, to build homes for them or, or sanitation or whatever have you. Ask better questions. But the process starts with you setting outrageous goals. Right then. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I really enjoyed um, delivering it to you and I hope you enjoyed these stories which are coming up with them. I really do enjoy telling these stories now so i'm going to find more of these stories for you for uh, for these episodes well if you enjoyed this episode please do leave us a review and if you leave us a review please do send us a screenshot for it and and send email it to moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com that's moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com and we will send you a copy of a million in the mirror meditation for free as our way of saying thank you for supporting our podcasting journey well until the next time we meet this is girl khan signing off take care and bye for now If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.